world of real and virtual auto sport meets. Mad Sim Racing Media presents the Into the Apex Podcast. Into the Apex, Tyler Bradley, Patrick Stein here with us this week. Uh, just the three of us here for the first part of the show. Rob Gregor will join us at the end for a Formula One segment. Uh, no picks to make this week. Uh, no races for a few weeks. Uh, but we're going to break down the picks we did make for the first week. Uh, the league as it stands, the F1 Fantasy League. Uh, and talk about some of the events in the race. It was a very eventful F1 race. Uh, so that is uh, coming up later. Uh, we're going to start this week talking about uh, several different things. We thought David Perel, uh, a GT Ferrari driver and uh, owner of the Sim Grid, Coach Dave Academy, uh, planning on having him this week, some scheduling conflicts. Uh, so he's not joining us this week, and we're hoping to have him on in a show coming up soon. Uh, so we were, gonna, we were planning to talk a little bit of Assetto Corsa today, actually, uh, which was a little bit different for us uh, as we primarily focus on iRacing. Uh, and we've been talking uh, kind of as that was approaching and, and hopefully we'll still get that rescheduled, uh, Bradley, that uh, Rob really among us, Rob's the only one that's played some Assetto Corsa, uh, played, driven, um, any of that. Uh, but he's got some codes to get us in there. He's mentioned them on the show, I know, uh, jokingly to us, uh, to get us in, get us some free access to it uh, because we need to kind of try it out. We Bradley and I, and I know Patrick, you're probably in the same boat just because you're, well, you've been on iRacing, sim racing for what, just a year. Uh, so you yeah. just don't have a lot of time into it. Uh, but even over broad periods of time, Bradley and I have only uh, focused on iRacing. And even before that, the same uh, designer, Papyrus, the same guy, uh, Dave Kamer, I think. Um, we've only done his services. We've never tried anything else. Uh, I mean, I don't think you can count f1 or nascar racing and nintendo 64 and uh, that's the only other thing we ever did with a gamepad or joystick or whatever it was um so i think bradley we've we've kind of agreed amongst each other that uh, hey if we can get a set of Corsa or acc uh, whatever we'll try it out and do a little review of it at some point yeah i think that that would be a good idea um and yeah i mean <clears throat> i've been a fan of uh air and die racing for the last 10 years i started as a member um in 2010 um and that was off of a short break like we discussed in the past uh from nascar 2003 season uh, so those are these are the only two you and i have uh, tried and when i look at the reason i've never checked out some of the other ones it's kind of twofold one is uh, a lot of times i'm just not i was not on my radar um i was focused on i racing and enjoyed it so i didn't didn't feel the need to go searching for another another sim uh, the other thing is when I do do catch videos, which I see a lot more of a set of course now and some of the others through some of the uh, sim racing YouTubers and influencers uh, who do those that kind of jump back and forth between the different platforms. Um, a lot of times those games or those sims, I guess if you want to say for the set of course in those, um, they look a little more arcade game-ish in that some of them, I wouldn't say that with a set of courses or some of those, I see like a third person type view of the car where, you know, that's, that's kind of the epitome of the arcade version of a sim of a ray. I wouldn't even call that a sim when you're driving from like a view of a camera hovering over the, behind the car, which in all fairness, NASCAR 2003 season allowed you to do. And 
and that's how we drove primarily. Uh, I was just then. about to interrupt you and make that admission. Oh, I remember. I never drove I, in car. I couldn't stand the in car view. Back yeah, it, was, it wasn't that good. I mean, you felt restricted. Now, obviously, I couldn't go. Could not. Would never and, dream of not driving from in car. And so, so I would do uh, chase view at a speedway or short track. Yeah, um, far chase speedways. We did far chase to yes. be able to see the draft. And, I remember that and the maneuvers. Uh, I couldn't imagine doing that these days. No, that would just feel so silly. I mean, you can get that exact view in the replay in the camera system, but that, that feel would feel so silly to me to do that. Yeah, um, these days, and especially in VR, that would just be nonsense. Well, yeah, it would be. But, uh, <laughs> Why would the, you do it? Yeah, yeah, VR. Would, yeah, exactly. But yeah. Uh, I mean, when I think about it, I, what I what I see that turns me off that makes me feel like it's an arcade type of game is when you see different overlays, which is the kind of thing you might attach to a stream in iRacing where only the, the viewers can see it. Um, you get different kind of overlays, which I know we have the the black boxes in iRacing, and those are kind of minimalist, um, mostly like transparent, I think, or, you know, they just, you're kind of used to that because it's it's kind of stolen from uh, NASCAR 2003 season. So it's, it's kind of baked in. I almost forget it's even there. But... There's. It seems like the screen is quite a bit more busy in some of these others, like a set of Corsa. But I agree. Um, I need. To, we need to come off of our high horse, Tyler. Yeah. We need to come off of that high horse and try a set of Corsa. Rob has provided us with some access, uh, which we've not yet taken up. So I. My challenge is to you, and for myself also, is between now and the next episode uh, that we take the code that's provided to us and try it and come back with our impressions and you never know maybe maybe we'll uh be lifelong fans i mean the graphics we know are better um i mean it's kind of kind of subjective to what you prefer and for me in vr i've heard kind of questionable things about uh, some of these other ones in vr but for the most part i would like to see you know i think that offers a little bit more cars uh because i don't think they're they're not laser scanned so I don't know. I'm kind of That's the first problem. <laughs> well, yeah, there. But I mean, you, the the other side of that is you get faster access. You don't have to. You don't have to have well access to the internals when all you have to do is create a three D model of it. Well, let's go back to our special edition Sim Racing six hundred four Sim Dream development debacle. I mean, some of those mods are maybe questionable. I'm certainly not going to get them from Sim Dream development for that for a set of Corsa. It's not a wide world, and yeah. and, are you, and you're really getting. I mean, I don't really know how it works. Do you? I don't think we understand how. The I, mods I don't are understand. No, I'd have a lot of. Mods. That's what I was about to say. You're giving us a week to do this. I mean, let's be a little more generous here. Yeah, probably more than a week because I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I don't know <laughs> what's going to be on the next episode. So uh, yeah, uh, give us more than a week to make that challenge, that AC challenge. I mean, um, yeah, I'm just I put it out there because I'm I want to do it myself, and I just can never find the time because there's always plenty of eye racing to do that is true i I always practices so i don't really want to waste the time on it to be honest yeah that's a thought that i have with some of the people that that split or jump around i mean for content for for media for youtube uh maybe it makes sense but yeah if you're paid i I can't even catch all of job i mean if this this was my job yeah i would i do all of them I can't even catch all the official iRacing sessions in a week that I want to in all the different series. Oh, so. yeah, not by far. By far, definitely not. I mean, there's there's so much available. And with the, from what I understand, obviously, I would, we would need to be in a position to be more informed 
But my understanding is with the set of course, I think it's improving, but the, the multiplayer online aspect is not as well established and organized as iRacing. Yeah, and that's uh, that's an interesting thought because uh, I don't know enough about a set of Corsa right now to. I wish Rob were, were here with us on this segment to even kind of give us some a clue in on it uh, because I assume it's something that's released in in improved versions, uh, or maybe that's uh, more what F one uh, the F one sim or game could be uh, because I picture some of those as being like how Madden in the United States, uh, MLB The Show, NBA 2K, FIFA, uh, those yearly kind of annual major sport games, uh, they come out and they're tweaked maybe slightly year to year, uh, never really dramatically tweaked or improved. Uh, maybe every few years there's some big breakthrough. Um, but then at that moment, uh, the old ones become obsolete and maybe the, you know, the support's only there for... Uh, the current ones, uh, the the newest thing, whereas iRacing is pretty continuous. Uh, it's been uh, kind of growing consistently. Your subscriber, uh, you stay a subscriber. iRacing is always iRacing. It's not you know the beta UI, sure, but that's still part of the broader picture of it all. Uh, it's not iRacing two, three, four, five, six. Right. It's not a game that you buy in a box. I mean, yeah. I guess and I guess that would be kind of old school now, where you go and buy the box with the with the disc in it and install it. Yeah, apparently, if you're GameStop, um, I mean, apparently that's no longer a thing that is going out of business or worried about. Yeah, I mean, you got, you've had Steam for, I mean, a decade. Yeah, almost. So I mean, that that kind of it's all. There's no need for that. Um, and of course, iRacing is is purely web based, and it's basic. I mean, it's a service. It's not. We call it the service. So, I mean, it's not even a game. I mean, there's really nothing. Well, you don't no say that you don't just, in a game. You don't just throw the G word around like that. Well, yeah, I know that's that's forbidden around here. <laughs> Speaking of, uh, well, I guess Patrick will bring you in. Any, any thoughts on a set of Corsa? I um, I don't have much experience with it. Yeah, that's that's the thing. It's hard to discuss it when you don't, you know. I, I you know, I and I don't want to misspeak about it so um pass yeah <laughs> yeah it's like pass. trying to discuss uh what, what's what's one of those things you could discuss tyler are you talking about uh tr- what's something you can discuss that you don't know much about yeah so bradley yeah, you yeah. could you could it, for you it would be like discussing winning races and being fast in i racing well that's true i did win my first race in a long time in the uh, indie pro league but in oh, fairness let's, let's i would have lost that race uh, an accident took out of the faster two cars the fastest i would say i was third fastest in that in that race and, and all of us have started how many people were in the race enough I mean, it's that's not hey, a number. You could win a race versus another person, and you still you're still a winner, Tyler. You can win a are, race. Are you a other. winner? If, you won? if it's just you and one other person, yeah. Is that really a a win, or is that just a yeah? It's a win because they lost and you won. Who crosses the line first? Now I'll let her, I'll just is, let her. Now am I am I going on to uh, Vistaprint and ordering a custom trophy for myself? No, probably not. I would say probably not. Now, if I won the 24 hours of Daytona and iRacing, yeah, I, I might do that. I might uh, might self-gratify enough to uh, to do such a thing. To buy, it, and you would do it for your teammates too. Yeah, a plaque. Absolutely, just like iRacing gives out the little certificates when you get your first win. 
Do you want me to give you a certificate for your win in uh I want a participation pro? certificate. Do you want do you want a certificate for your indie pro win with uh six or seven other people in the race? And you won out of just that many people? Do you want to hang that up or make it your desktop? Yeah, I'll uh, I'll laminate it and uh put it up. Okay, you laminate that thing. Not however, to, however, not to however, take away your thunder. Uh-huh. But I got two this week. You yeah, got official win. wins. So Patrick's a, a real winner. Yeah, Patrick, you're a real winner. Bradley, yeah. you're you're a, there's you're nothing a, more patronizing than going up to somebody and saying you're a real winner. Well, you you say there's in that tone of voice, more, more, more patronizing. Yeah, Patrick it sounds won. like you're is like I, mean, oh, I guess that's how you shit. say it. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's all about the the emphasis you place. Like you're a real winner, Patrick. Or you're a real winner, Patrick. You just sound like a sarcastic asshole. I don't know that either of those sounded any less patronizing than the other. <laughs> you just know it. Patrick won the BMW. Uh, you, I guess you were, or were you in the Lambo? You won the the, uh, the new Fanatec GT3 Challenge fixed at Daytona. Yep, I, r- I ran that in the BMW uh, nice. GT3. And then I ran trucks... Uh, at iRacing Super Speedway and got a victory then all in the same day. In the same day. I remember that. It was Monday. Um, so that's those are two impressive wins to me. Even iRacing Super Speedway, that's a different breed from even Daytona Talladega, in my opinion. Um, it's intense. Uh, so your wins, I give you more credit and recognition. I mean, I'll give you two certificates uh, minus the lamination. Uh, Bradley's over here, I guess, worried that uh, something's going to happen to his his uh, certificate for beating six people um, <laughs> in, a, in a race. <laughs> oh but, man, salty! I mean, I just don't think he's off the hook for this whole ten years haven't won a race thing. I don't think Tyler's awfully ag- has some uh, underlying aggression towards me to uh, to sort through. It would seem. I, I want uh, I want a good losing streak to stay intact. Well, Unless so you're you my teammate, I'm, I'm an part of the team. Exactly. Would you, would you not support me to win as part of the team? I would hope I that so. you. I would hope that you're in a split, an endurance split, with multiple team members or team cars, and that another one would win. Well, see, that's the thing. We were hoping <laughs> that uh, Team BMW and Team Porsche would face off together, and we were very close. I checked, and yeah. we were in a split below you. Yeah. So if we had uh, a little more padding on our I ratings, we would have been pushed up and would have been in the same split yeah so we were close it was close to being a, a good epic uh confrontation despite the engine blow um so anyway yeah. let's not rehash that yeah 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 so anyway moving on moving um, on uh, moving on in the endurance world uh i wanted to kind of bring up again something we focused on when we first realized it was a situation uh, and I'm i'm frankly surprised that it's still a situation and that is uh, and we're back to iRacing now uh, stuff that we actually know about. Um, and that's the iRacing situation with Lama and uh, the, whatever the licensing situation is. Uh, I think it's pretty obvious at this point. It's pretty well known uh, and clear that iRacing is, that they are not allowed to uh, host a race that's the 24 hours of Lama, the virtual 24 Lama. Uh, I guess somebody else gets those rights. Uh, not iRacing. Uh, what is really vague, and I don't really understand why they can't share more or even tell us at this point, 
is uh, can they can they do any type of rate? Because we we speculated, uh, will they do a twenty four hours of France or you know some lame name, some generic you know uh, generic soda cola cola versus Pepsi? It just says cola on it. It's 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 generic, but it's basically the same thing. Uh, are we going to get that? Uh, we have no knowledge of that. Here here we are approaching Nurburgring. It's the last, that's I mean you get what. The Indy 500 in May, the the Sebring race would be in June, and, and uh, I assume Sebring race, uh, Sebring Spa, Watkins Glen. Oh, Watkins Glen six hours. When when is Spa? So that in July, into July. Yes. Yeah. Um, because so they the were real, back to the back real life Le Mans. The real life Le Mans was pushed back. Uh, but what was it? June last year was the iRacing 24. It's when it should have been, uh, or when the real one should have been, and the iRacing one did happen in June of last year. Uh, and then spa happened earlier in July, I think, than it than it's going to this year. Um, so the question is, are they going to announce an August or September twenty four hours of France, and and all is well, and we can still practice and look forward to that, uh, or is it going to be last minute? Uh, no, nothing's happening, or is it going to? They're just never going to say anything, and we're just going to keep waiting for an announcement, and it's not happening because. Uh, Patrick, I know you were you've you've been motivated for Lamar. You didn't get to do it last year, uh, and you've been monitoring the forums for uh, basically the Plan B that that we've discussed before, yeah. and that I'm assuming most major teams would probably be interested in, and that is uh, organized, independently hosted Lamar races. Yeah, either that or possibly some news of an update of an official session if there is one or some substitution or, or whatever. And I, I mean, there hasn't been much. I, I've seen one race that's been out there, but it's, it's before Nürburgring. So it's like, I think it's on the, the 10th of April. It's like, why are you going to run that when Nürburgring is what? Like, I think the 18th or something. Yeah, you know it's that's too close. It's not enough time to prepare, but you don't hear anything else. What do you? What the hell do you do? Yeah, yeah I mean that's, I think, that's the I question. Do we prepare? Later, but... That's the question I have. Is do we prepare? Yeah, that that's the deal. I mean, yeah, what, what are we going to settle on? Is it going to be you know you would hope like a series that's super well put together like the majors with like a say even a quality. Now that would be interesting to add. Try to if if it was left to cust like leagues like the majors organizations even even like ourselves, that would allow instead of just the top split, you would have the potential to broadcast it or be in a broadcasted twenty four hour of Le Mans. Like if if the majors came out tomorrow and said we're going to charge an entry fee for the twenty four hours of Le Mans, we're going to get you know race spot or somebody like that to broadcast it. Hell, I'd be all on board for that. Yeah, yeah I would, would, I would be more excited it, for right? that than I would the official iRacing. Where you get split, you know, now the the uh, competition wouldn't be quite so even. So that would be uh, kind of interesting. But, you know, if somebody, we'd have to make a very hard decision on, because like we've said before, it's going to happen. There's going to be private, like privateers that form their own 24-hour of Lamont. And there's, there's, nothing, there's nothing they could do about it. So where do we put our, you know, where do we stick our effort to? Yeah, and there is already one, and they're not calling it the 24-hour Lama. They're calling it the 24-hour day quarantine. 
That's interesting. I think they did that a little bit last year. They did that last yeah, year. Yeah. That's where the motivation came from. Is they yeah. that's when they did it last year, and they're just continuing again this year, which you know that works. Um, yeah. But you know, the regularly scheduled race. It's what June. Or what it, usually it, it is? should. I believe it should be in June. They but they, the like, like you mentioned, they moved it. Yeah, they moved it to the week of uh, VIR, so they pushed uh, Petit Le Mans, or they moved it to when, I can't remember when they moved it. They moved Petit Le Mans for that, for some reason, in IMSA, so they could go race. So Petit Le Mans is now in, uh, like, September, October, and VIR. Well, Petit, Le Mans, I thought, Petit Le Mans is always October, Oh, right? so they, what they did is they pushed, it was when VIR was going to be, because they pushed back VIR, because yeah. I was going to try to get tickets. They pushed VIR for IMSA, to October now. Okay, that's the that's and then they pushed back. Petit Le Mans always October. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So they put VIR and pushed back Petit Le Mans. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think, think, I think Petit Le Mans might even be in November now, if I if I remember. Oh, maybe. I, I think I think Le Mans is a little more important than VIR. Yeah, I think so too. That's why they were going to have nobody compete if they didn't change it. Yeah. Um, so that kind of opens the door for iRacing to do something in August at Le Mans, uh, depending on if they can name it something. I mean. This is again what we've speculated in the past, which is what would iRacing be on the hook by uh, the organization that's restricting them uh, if they did a you know a wink wink twenty four hours of France would would even that be unacceptable and they can't do it well we don't we don't know uh, but at what point as we get further and further into the summer summer goes on springs here um, at what point. Is it time to let us know? Uh, because major teams and, and any mid-sized interested team like us, uh, I mean, you at least want a month, at least a month of preparation uh, to feel really settled in and ready. You don't want to just find, you don't want to get on the forums or, or Grid Finder or whatever it might be, um, or, or just an iRacing League's Facebook group and just find a pickup 24 hours of Lamar a day or two before the race, throw together a car and, and some drivers and just jump in. Uh, you want, uh, I mean, the official sessions don't have, you know, the bells and whistles organization of the, in the top split. I mean, you just, you join your, you join the session and you get put in your split uh, and it's all scored and, and organized by iRacing's system. Uh, but you would, if you were picking a hosted session, you'd want probably, it would probably obviously have necessarily more, bells and whistles to it more of a structure more process promotion maybe uh but you can only imagine if i don't think a ton of those are popping up yet other other than this one kind of annual second annual event that that you mentioned patrick um so when do those start popping up and how popular could they be i foresee them getting log jammed like you said bradley if a a really reputable racing organization like the majors where we compete uh, or anything else uh, tries to, you know, announces that they're hosting a 24 hours of Le Mans. I mean, imagine the log jam of competitors trying to get in. I mean, they'll need oh, yeah. to do it's multiple. It's going to be locked sports. up tight. I mean, you're going to have those and then you're going to have to have ones that you basically settle for. And then as an organization, we would have to decide, well, do we even want to put our own, you know, that would be, uh, I mean, it kind of complicates things unnecessarily. And it does cause some little bit of an animosity towards whoever's at fault for for not allowing iRacing to do this. 
I well, mean, that's it was okay happened. before. I don't, I don't, I don't know. I mean, it's, it's not gonna, it, whoever's, I mean, I think we didn't, we hashed this out on that episode, but I mean, they're alienating a good portion of sim racers who do not double dip in these other sims. So, uh, you know, we don't forget. Yeah, that's, and we have money to spare because if you're in, if you're in iRacing, God knows, <laughs> God knows. Yeah. I mean, you have money to place and you're going to put it to where people treat you right. I just really thought we would have heard something by now uh, as we, as we approach April Nürburgring. I mean, will they, if they don't announce something right after Nürburgring, um, it, I mean, I, it doesn't, I, doesn't seem like they're going to really address it. Maybe, and maybe they've been told not to, or maybe they've be, been told there is no working it out. That, so there's, be no, there's really nothing to report. I mean, I mean, either it's going to happen or it's not. That's that's what there is to report. Well, yeah, that's that's it's how like, uh, it's, it's, that's it's how things like... happen, Tyler. They either yeah. happen or they don't happen. <laughs> okay. There's no there's no in between universe where uh, Lamont kind of sort of happens. Let me rephrase it. that. Either it, it either something happens at Lamont or it doesn't. Does, is well, that the same thing? Is just that a... different? <laughs> this is a brutal space. Does anybody know what I'm trying Get to get it say? right? Am, am I completely? No, I understand. I I get. I'm being. Uh, We're gonna have. A, I know what you're being. Yeah, I'm being, uh, being the usual. Being an ass, <laughs> just like you. Uh, yeah, I'm giving some back, right? You you yeah, that's fine. Um, but uh, I can engage. But yeah, no. <laughs> but either either there's gonna be a, a 24 hours at Lama, maybe not of, but at yeah. Lama or not. The 24 hours of Suzuka. There's there's an excellent. Like let's toss that out there. If you had, we tossed it out there in, the, in our episode. Well, let's toss it, it out there again. That that comes to mind now. That well, I mean, why could they not just start their own for the summer, a unique one to iRacing? Let's do a twenty-four hour oval race. Twenty-four hours at iRacing Super Speedway. Well, maybe not that, but like twenty-four hours of uh, twenty-four hours. Of, what are some of them tracks? What are some tracks? Road America. That's a road course. No, I don't oval. want that. Uh, <laughs> you want to do want a that. roval? Yeah, twenty four hour oh, oval. roval. That would be something. The roval. Oh, jeez. Uh, Atlanta oval, Texas, no, oval. No, no, no. Charlotte oval, Indianapolis, Bristol oval. Twenty four. No, hour. Indian Indianapolis. That would be cool because yes. it's because it's significant. Yeah, that would be interesting. But I would never participate in a twenty four hour. I have seen twenty four hour oval races. Oh, uh, to hell with that! At least one time. To hell with that. Yeah, I don't know about that. You need a lot of fast repairs for that shit. I, I've seen it. I've seen them advertised as special events. Now, I would be interested to do, if it was properly sanctioned, um, it'd be, it would be interesting to enter a third-party 24-hour race or a third-party endurance race. Yeah, they're out there. I don't think we've done too many of them, but uh, yeah, I, it, I would, it would be interesting. Three hours at the most? Yeah, something, something where there's, say, there's money on the line, like pay to enter. And then there's a pot to win. That would be be more interesting than uh, some of the more like the official sessions. I've seen a lot of those where it's you know, oh yeah three hour race or it's a six hour team race whatever, um, you, and you pay x amount for team to enter and you know payouts to the top whatever. But I mean, it, it kind of you, you run a risk with that though too. It's you, you might end up in a race with a bunch of hustlers. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you see a lot of soliciting on the forums there. I mean, there's a place for it, and we do some of it ourselves. But, yeah, there's a there's a there's no shortage of special events, quote-unquote. Things things to do, things that are pay-to-play. So, I mean, it's just a, a open marketplace on iRacing for, for races. Or charity races. That's yeah, right. that's true. You see a lot of those, and we have ours as well. I mean, that's and that's a good way to just try to get people to donate and wrap it up in a nice, fun package. If you, I mean, I if mean, you want to have fun anyway, I mean, it's, you just don't. You don't really need much of an excuse to have right. Fun. You don't, yeah. And it's it's just something. I mean, it's just like a charity golf tournament, for example. I mean, it's it's not about the golf, but you wrap it up into something like that, and it it uh, you know it, it attracts more people. So it's it's a good way to to get charity donations where if you just go asking people for money, they're more inclined to say not today. <laughs> yeah. You mean that's exactly what Bradley says then. He's he's very Oh yeah, when I'm at the register and they say, Would you like to round it up to twelve dollars and donate to children in need? I'm like, not today. As, 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 oh, as implying, he's that asshole. That, in, implying that tomorrow. I would do it tomorrow. But then tomorrow I'm gonna also say not today. Not today. Because ten cents isn't going to help feed a child. Whatever That's helps you sleep at night. That that uh, <laughs> that silence for myself and Patrick is is meant to highlight that Bradley's an asshole. He's a monster, terrible person. I am. A, I'm that, a monster. That is what that silence is meant to uh, illustrate. So, uh, speaking of silence, um, I have a question for you. Uh huh. This question is uh, brought to you. Uh, I will give credit. Um, it's not an original question or original thought. Um, just That'd perusing. Be, that, uh, that would be something from you, bro. It, w- it would, yeah. Um, so as is typical prior to the show, um, just checking out what the topics are on the iRacing forums, just to get an idea of what's going on. I mean, you get to take kind of take the pulse of the community from the general chat. What's our what's um, the heartbeat of the community, Bradley? Tell us. Go. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> shoot <laughs> the reporter on the streets bradley Brad, bradley bradley pulse of the community man of the people go let's man what, of the what are the what, what are the masses saying Bradley? finger i'm fingering the pulse yeah that's uh that's also not an original thought bradley i'm aware of that yes I am. that's comedy central <laughs> it is it's uh, okay bradley on, on with your original content please like you have some yourself <laughs> let's let's discuss it <laughs> let's talk about a topic we talked about five episodes ago <laughs> what'd you say this is this is getting ugly folks Hurry off the trail. <laughs> bradley what is your topic okay what did you what did you see in the forums so here it is i have a question for you for you guys um this is courtesy of gary demoss on the forums he asked uh do you say mic check at the beginning of sessions why or why not so do you do you do this, Tyler? Um, I have never said mic check or felt the need to say mic check. Uh, in fact, when I'm in official sessions, so I my mic is uh, I just use the the same arm condenser mic I use for this show, um, and uh, I usually swivel the arm and, and mic away from my face during official races because even if I think I have something to say, I'm probably not going to say it because uh, I'm not really there to conversate. Um, and uh, so, so no i don't do yeah. that patrick no uh, so bradley do you no and i'm on vr so it would you know i 
you know, we're all pushed to talk. So, I mean, yeah, I, I know it works. I don't need to check in like you. I don't, I rarely, if, if ever engage with anybody over voice chat in an official session. Um, so 91% that's 308 people out of the 338 that responded said, no, it's needless. Uh, 22 people, 7% said yes. And I'm serious about it. Those are probably people joking. I would hope, uh, 22 people don't do that. Don't actually think that, although we'll get into later why that could be wrong. Um, yes, because others do it. Eight people, 2%. Um, so that, that brings to mind, I get why this guy posted this because I would say in almost every, not maybe not every, but maybe 90%, uh, which is contrary to the 91% here that says they do it, don't do it or wouldn't do it. There's always that guy that does it. Mic check, mic check. You're good, man. You're good. I mean, it's not aggressive. It's not, you know, it shouldn't be really annoying, but it's one of those things that we all know. And if you're, if you're an iRacer, you know of the things that happen in an in, in official session. I mean, it's, it's its own ecosystem. Because we all know, Tyler, what's that other thing? Bruce loves to say it to us. It, uh, what's that other thing that you hear that hey, everyone hey, knows? Hey, everybody, take it easy. Turn one, lap one. Let's all get through turn one safely. Turn one, lap one. Every single time. Can't win it in turn Every one. Sing- yeah, it's like Can't everyone. Turn one. You, yeah, take it easy on lap one. racers are like goldfish. I mean, you could be doing back-to-back sessions, and you jump from one, You same thing. All right, guys, trying to trying to get some safety rating here. Uh, let's just make it safely go easy. I'm going to break early. And that son of a bitch deep dive breaks you into the corner, takes you and everybody in front of you out or somebody else does it. And then you go to same guy goes into another session. All right, guys, take it easy and turn one. got to go easy now. And then he's using your, your damn car for a break happens every time. And there's always, it's always somebody saying that. And then, there's always an incident or something happens and it's, I mean, we're all individuals. You're not going to, it's not like the board collective where you're just going to, or AI or whatever you want to call it, where everyone's going to space out perfectly into a corner. I mean, you, you're going to break at different intervals. Some are going to break deep. If you're smart, you're going to break early. And usually that causes somebody to break into you because not everyone's on the same page. And that's, that that's real life. Right. Yeah. That that's, that's real life. Right. That's real life racing too. I mean, it's not entirely unrealistic. But it is funny how you get the same guys. You know, it's almost like a ritual before the race. I almost wouldn't feel right about about i racing without that guy. Going back to the mic checks, I don't. I I believe that sincerely, the first person that gives the mic check is serious about it. They mean it. Uh, but it's after that first person does it, uh, six other people back to back to back do a mic check. Those guys are probably being frivolous. Yeah, they're taking the piss. They're taking the the first one means it. He is really not. He wants to make sure you can hear him. If he like, does this, to. yeah, does it work? Is it plugged in? Am I even on a computer right now? Well, that's also what they do when they get into a real car. Uh, the 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 real driver will check the mic to well, the yeah. team. And these guys are that are doing the legit mic checks. Uh, they've got they've got a team to communicate with. Uh, well, so do you play. ever speaking of the taking the piss? Would you ever? tell somebody you can't hear them just to mess with them i don't know that i've done that or that i've seen anybody else do it but that's an interesting idea oh if you're, I, if you're really if you're really feeling uh like just bored i guess i i've done something kind of similar to that Have you? 
in in a couple of official sessions, I've heard people go, it won't be the first person, but it'll usually be the second or third or whatever. And they'll go, mic check, mic check. And I'll go, there's no mic here. Please take a message. Oh, that's funny. Oh, that's bad, Patrick. Oh, that's... Uh, that's, uh, <laughs> uh, it's so funny. I'm gonna. We're gonna play cricket audio, Patrick. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> nothing. No. Nobody. Uh, nothing. Well, fuck <laughs> both of you. <laughs> that hurts me physically. Pat, Patrick will be at the improv. Uh, uh, I will be at the he's Chicago be Improv in, Club on uh, April catch, 10th. <laughs> he'll be, he'll be in Poughkeepsie. Yeah, catch the late show. All the uh, silver dollar pancakes you can eat. It's at a buffet. That's what they come for. Uh, at the Riverboat Casino nearest you. <laughs> say that. What was that, Patrick? At there the Riverboat Casino. No, 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 I heard no. you. No, the lie. What did you say? So I'm going to I'm gonna play that out. Um, uh, let's pretend like we're in an iRacing server right now. Okay. okay so, so we're in an iRacing server. We're on the grid. Mic check. Anybody got me? Mic check. Where's the second person saying it? I don't do it to the first person. Oh, oh, am I in this too? I no. guess so. Bradley. Well, I'm just saying. Usually, there. I always give credit to the first person if they. So do. you, so you got me loud and clear, don't you, Pat? Don't you, guy? No, no, you're not understanding what I do. You, you, I understand what you do. So I I'm the first guy. I said, my, I said, mic check, and then you say, "Gotcha." Hey guys, I don't even say "gotcha." I wait for someone else to fucking right. say that bullshit. Gen- gentlemen, gentlemen, can you hear me? Mic check. There's no mic here. Please take a message. <laughs> Is that would that qualify as like a dad makes, joke? It makes my head hurt. <laughs> I think that's like a dad joke, right? Or something like Bill Cosby would say. Uh, oh, if you say if, if I was, oh, was, in that, was that was that drink. too low brow for Patrick? you? Patrick, if I was in an official session to you and I heard you say that, I would take the ban and wreck you. I, I, I mean, if I heard someone I think else Patrick, say that, and Patrick, if you said that to me in an open session, I would quit the session. <laughs> he hey, would, my, my safety rating and I rating would go up. Hey, go for it. Brad, Bradley would quit the session in disgust. He wouldn't even hit exit. He would just shut his PC off hard, hard off. Hold, I the, hold the power button. Uh, no, Tyler, I would do better. I would cancel iRacing and never do it again. <laughs> he would go to a set of Corsa. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick, you made a joke so bad in official session that Bradley has quit iRacing. He is he has removed his debit card information from the service. He is no longer sim racing. <laughs> be more funny. <laughs> well, oh, I could Patrick. be more funny, but I would fend a lot more people. I know, and I already oh. fend enough people as it is. Oh, we got sponsors to keep. We have sponsors to keep. Let's uh, yeah. let's talk about some of our sponsors in the in the uh, next part of the show. Uh, later on, we'll have Rob in here. Uh, Bradley will leave. Uh, so Rob, Patrick, and myself are going to stick around later at the end of the show to talk about F one. Uh, we'll talk about some of our great supporters and sponsors next, uh, and then uh, coming up after that, we're going to talk about a little update on last week's topic of tires in the grass. Uh, so there was a new patch by iRacing and a little bit of a mention of this exploit and some possible fixing of it. Uh, are the two related? Uh, we'll get into that after the break here on Into the Apex. 
This episode of Into the Apex is brought to you by Roscoe Wheels. Roscoe Wheels is confidence-inspiring aluminum. This means confidence in quality and confidence in self. Confidence in quality, meaning they want their customers to know that their wheels are produced to the highest standard and tested to be as strong as anything on the market and are designed to keep you safe. Confidence in self, meaning they want their styles and fitness to make customers feel the way you did when you walked into high school with a brand new pair of shiny shoes. Giving you the confidence in yourself when you show up, whether it be to work or any event, knowing you look awesome. Roscoe Wheels offer, offers free shipping within Canada and flat rate shipping in the USA. Find your new look today at RoscoeWheels.com. This episode of Into the Apex podcast is also brought to you in part by the racing fans at Great Hire Staffing. Whether you need help hiring one employee or 100, Great Hire can help. Hiring good people is hard work. Great Hire HR does it quickly and economically so you can focus on what's important, running your business. Check them out online at www.greathirehr.com. Finally, this episode is sponsored by Bad Weather Brewing Company out of St. Paul, Minnesota. With craft brews like the Immortal Toast Infused White Stout or the Red Vein Red IPA on tap or in the can, it's how endurance drivers like us celebrate post-race. Find your new favorite craft beer and order your mugs online at badweatherbrewery.com. And welcome back to the Into the Apex podcast. Uh, Rob has joined us, um, and Patrick remains with myself and Tyler um, for the second half of the podcast. Um, so really briefly, I want to mention at the start of the second half um, something that's, that's come out recently, um, and that was uh, the passing of William Marsh, uh, Sim Racing Paddock on YouTube. Um, he was a Sim Racer or Sim Racing YouTuber um, and content creator. Um, and he passed away on March 22nd. Um, that was not brought out up until recently. Um, Will Ford, who was a good friend of his uh, from Boosted Media on YouTube, who's also another content creator for Sim Racing, uh, created a very touching video that came out today. Um, just telling about this and telling a little about uh, William. Um, and I just wanted to mention it because I, you know, I did, can't say I was a follower of his content, but I, as soon as I saw the name and saw his uh, picture and the, watched the video, um, I immediately recognized him in his voice because he was one of the content creators that I watched over the last year uh, when I was trying to decide what equipment to purchase, uh, specifically my uh, Fanatec wheel and pedals. Um, and he was one of the, the voices that I remember um, leading me to purchase those things over some of the other items that I was debating about. Um, very well done, thoughtful videos, uh, very even delivery in his information. He wasn't trying to sell you anything. He was just trying to point you in the right direction. Um, so I just wanted to mention that uh, and uh, just say a little bit about it. Um, a lot of people in the SimRacing community are discussing it and talking about it and you know expressing their thoughts about it. Uh, but we just wanted to say at Into the Apex, uh, rest in peace. Uh, he will be missed in the community. Um, so just wanted to get that, kind of mention that at the top of this uh, second half. Um, 
Yeah, I've seen that on on Twitter, of course, this week uh, since uh, there's been more talk about it um, as we record this, and um, and yeah, very young too, and it's it's just another thing that's kind of reverberated around uh, all of the sim racing, sim racing, Twitter, Reddit, um, all the means that everybody communicates and stays in touch and in the loop. And um, yeah, it's a, it's, it's a tough situation without a doubt. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. So with that, yes, rest in peace. Um, And uh, I'm sure there'll be, I I would be shocked if there's not any kind of community coming together sometime soon, uh, whether it's a benefit race or benefit libraries or things like that, because that's, that's what we do in iRacing or any, any of the sim racing, any of the sims. uh, That's how it's, that's how we do it. Uh, We race in the, we race in the honor of people. um, And it just makes it that more impactful. I think of, uh, on a slightly different tack, I think of a video I saw of Jimmy Broadbent, uh, one of the most obviously well-known uh, content guys out there. Um, video of him winning the Indy 500, I believe it was last year. Uh, and he's on his video, of course, and he, he literally just breaks down at his rig after he wins the Indy 500, uh, I believe, uh, because of, I think it's his grandfather, perhaps, uh, or, or a close family member or something like that. Um uh, yeah, just 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 something else. Yeah, I think I remember that watching that too. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's you don't realize it until times like this come up. Um, but uh, I mean, the sim racing community is incredibly tight, inc- incredibly close. I mean, it's it's got its its things that we we kind of just like we talked about in the first half. Um, the things that are kind of comical or you know, lo- tempers fly because it's a competitive sport and a competitive uh, activity overall but when it comes down to it i mean it's it's a very niche thing even though it's grown in the past year um it's very much you know there's just not a huge subsection of people out there um that are into it when you think about it so i mean it's it's a very tight community um and what i like to see and what's really nice to see is how all the content creators on youtube and these podcasts and all these places there's if there's a rivalry of any kind it's a very friendly one um, everybody supports one another, shares ideas. That's one thing Will had mentioned in his video today, um, that a lot of their communication and how they developed a friendship was sharing ideas for videos, sharing thoughts about different ideas, uh, talking about the community and sim racing. Um, so it's it's really refreshing to see that kind of thing, that it's not a, a dog-eat-dog kind of, kind of environment. Yeah, in the media world. And uh, I think, so what you're trying to say is, Maybe we should all, when we get into these races, uh, try stop calling each other wankers quite so yeah. often because you never know, never know what's going to happen, and uh, we're all in the nice. together. We yeah. we all can just get along. Can't we all just race together as one? <laughs> yeah, we can all just get along, and we please, for the love of God, take it easy into turn one. Take it easy into turn one. Um, so as promised, uh, at the end of the first half. Uh, we do have an update on uh, what we discussed in last week's episode. Uh, if you haven't listened to it, you may want to pause and listen to the beginning of the of the last week episode, uh, and that would be tires in the grass. Uh, we were discussing drivers being suspended by iRacing for three to six days uh, for dropping tires into gra- into the grass uh, to cool them uh, and gain an advantage. So it was a a tire grass cooling exploit, so to speak. 
Um, and and our consensus last week, going through everything, and we won't rehash the whole thing, uh, was, well, can't iRacing do something about this uh, and just make it not an issue? It's it's there as a possibility. It's not a, it's not. I, I don't know. I wouldn't call it as sneaky or or operative of a of an exploit as what Team Redlines guys did, which was just literally snooping around, just sneaky stuff. I mean, this is in competition, uh, like pushing the foul line kind of deal. I mean, pretty standard sports uh, penalties, fouls, as far as I'm concerned, and not, uh, you know, spy gate or, or that kind of thing, deflate gate, whatever you might want to call it. I don't think if it gets to that level. Uh, but iRacing released uh, patch notes since then, since our episode last week, uh, and one of them, as I was reviewing them, one of the notes caught my eye, uh, and it reads as follows. Uh, dynamic track uh, fixed an issue where many off-track surface temperatures were being calculated as much cooler than they really were. Uh, and then they throw this in there, which I don't know why. Uh, it's almost like a, a little keep this in mind. Uh, they say, uh, remember, staying on the track is often the best way to be cool. Uh, I don't know if that means... Uh, be cool as in a cool cat or be cool as in your tires are cool. But they toss that in there. That was being, that was saying cheaters are people who don't cheat are cool. I would, like, I would that, hope that, so. So, so what you're saying, Rob, is we're cool. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's, I choose to believe that. That's what, I, I, I don't know what they meant by that. Remember, staying on the track is often the best way to be cool. It's almost like there should be parentheses there. Um, don't go into grass, you you assholes, or something like that. Um, but yeah, fix an issue where many off-track surface temperatures were being calculated much cooler than the, so. How much cooler? Like, uh, was running through the grass uh, up till now, like running through uh, ice cubes, <laughs> or driving over a glacier? Like, how cool are we talking? Obviously, yeah, somebody like it must found have been this. pretty significant because if you could just i'm assuming like i never really watched any i think that showed anyone doing it so like i don't know if it was people that were like doing nice big long strips through the grass or if you're just doing quick runoffs here and there and it was just like the marginal tenths of a second here and there that they were gaining gaining over an entire race yeah that's that's what we were talking about last week is it's surely just ducking off a slight amount because you have yeah. to balance remember we were talking about uh, we mentioned last week the uh, the grass to cooling ratio. Uh, like, where do you where does it become a disadvantage? Because obviously there is a point where just cruising through the grass on a road circuit is not opportune. Is not the opportune line. Uh, uh, but then, I mean, is it you're literally risking or uh, spinning out by going into grass to gain like the tiniest advantage? Like, how much of an advantage is it? Uh, yeah, that's true. I don't think any of us in this in this studio are talented enough to ever know. <laughs> Ouch. I, well, I'm I'm including Jesus. myself. Speak for yourself. Uh, I know we could know. Speak well, only for yourself. We're, well, I don't know what I don't. I would agree. No one here knows, but I don't know if it's for lack of talent. Yeah. <laughs> well, that you guys turned on me quickly on that one. Oh yeah. Good God. I'm I'm saying me too. I mean, if you disagree, then I then then I I insist that you send me a replay of, of any one of you going through the grass and 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 uh, improving your lap times. Please I'll show send that to you to with me. a sprint car. With a sprint car? What are you talking about? Yeah, going through the grass, it'll go through just fine. Have you ever tried the sprint car on an oval or a an asphalt track? No, I haven't. Me neither. Well. 
That that sure had a challenge. That, that, uh, where did we go? I believe we just smashed into a brick wall of no point, no purpose. I believe that's what, what just happened. I was just curious if you'd done it. I thought you had a point. I, I did not have a point. I was, no. I was seeking insight to where, as to how that would go. Yeah, I, I don't think I think you uh, I think you fired up your car, went to exit the pits, and just completely spun out. Didn't even join the track. Sounds like what happened to me in uh, Cyber Thunder race earlier. Yeah, that yeah, literally you're, all. You're one not to finish races, Bradley. That's for certain. That is true. Um, what were we saying before you distracted me? <laughs> or uh, the rails. We, we were discussing a lack of talent that you have. Well, I'm saying I don't think anybody here. We're not going to know. Yeah, there we go. We're not going to know uh, unless somebody finds out or researches or shares the insight what the advantage was. If you're listening to this and you're with any of the major teams and you happen to know, uh, shoot us a DM at, at Mad Sim Racer, uh, Mad Sim Racing on um, on Twitter. Let us know on the down low. We won't mention your name, but I really want to know what what were you know if if these guys could see an advantage. We're not going to hold it against anybody. Uh, what was the advantage? Like, what was the thought process? Because I'm still curious of that. That, to me, I think our our listeners and and the iRacing consumer is interested in that, not from a sense of oh, I can't believe these guys did this, but from a sense of what the hell, what the hell's going on? Like, how good are these guys? I would be in awe. Yeah, it was like we mentioned last week. I I can't picture it. I don't think any of us can really picture it. So I would like to see a video of it to see exactly how how. Well, I assume you could possibly catch glimpses on the top split video of the BMW 120. That's where the incidents at, at were. Talking about at Sebring? Uh, wherever. I think it was at Silverstone. The BMW oh, Sim 120. That's right. Uh, GT Cup, whatever it is. Now. I, just, um, yeah, I can't imagine. Yeah. I, I. So the the update is that uh, we're assuming that, I mean, that sure as hell looks like iRacing patched this. I don't know what took them so long. I mean, obviously, it must have been so many drivers and then some based on the reporting that we did uh, not last week that uh, they took it upon themselves to in short time patch it up. So I'm assuming that's not a thing anymore um, and that there's no advantage anymore to, to clip in the grass or whatever was going on. Um, but all in all, still something I'm, I'm just fascinated by. Uh, it, it really does lend to um like the, the G word aspect, the game aspect of finding, finding those exploits. And it, it does separate things like that will separate sim racing necessarily. And obviously from real racing, because you're not going to see that in, in real racing. No, if we do, it'll be an interesting day. And I want to see that race where everyone's just flying through the infield in and cutting yeah. corners. Yeah. When formula one goes to Antarctica, we might see tire cooling on the glacier off circuit, <laughs> which at the rate they're going, I do. I could see an Antarctic grand prix in the future, throw it in there in late December year round F1. Hey, I'd take it. It's lonely when there's no F1. Yeah. Uh, uh, so any other thoughts on the on the tire matters that's that's the update uh, it kind of puts a close to it really um so we're not gonna you're not gonna see any of us out there for nurburgring practicing our um you know agricultural racing trying to gain advantages well yeah that's instant death at nurburgring but yeah i mean this is i mean it's what we expected they were gonna just fix it i mean that was that's really all there was to it they identified it uh, punishment was dealt out. The punishment was accepted. 
iRacing fixed it, it's kind of uh, case closed on that one. Yeah, on to the next exploit. What what can I, what do you think will come up next? What's uh it's like we can't even imagine some of these things of what might happen. Yeah, it's the thing. I lack a lack of imagination. I don't I can't imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. If you're not looking for these things, maybe you're not trying hard enough. Maybe we're not top split material if we're not not looking for these uh corners to cut apparently. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. I'm like, well, we don't belong up there then. <laughs> we should be snooping around, trying to sneak our way into sessions, uh, seeing what works, seeing what makes us, what kind of hacks or cheats. I mean, it, it was kind of distur- discouraging hearing some of this stuff is constantly going on. Yeah, but I mean, in the grand scheme of things, as long as we've been into sim racing, this is really these two things kind of clustered together. I, I haven't really heard of any kind of scandalous behavior up until now. I don't know. I don't know what's, what's happened in the last couple of months, but I mean, I haven't, I can't think of another story similar to this off the top of my head. So, I mean, it's, I don't know if it's that widespread Tyler. I don't, I think we're, yeah. Well, things are coming into the news. Well, yeah. I mean, uh, you can hardly blame them for taking something that's, uh, that's there. I yeah, mean, we went through that. I yeah, agree. yeah. I agree. So, yeah, I think we've kind of, I think we kind of covered that as much as we can. I mean, it's like you said, on to the next one if there is one, and I'm sure iRacing will will find it out and patch it. I mean, that's how software developers work, right? Yeah. Somebody somebody tests it and identifies an issue, and they patch it, and that's about it. Yeah. So, uh, and then I think the last thing in mind was uh, there's an April Fool's. We think we aren't sure it was an April Fool's post about a uh, iRacing putting up a mock of. Uh, was a Formula V, very affordable, almost like a little Skip Barber type thing. You guys think that's <laughs> that's coming, or is that uh, April Fool's joke? Yeah, I think it's April Fool's. Yeah, I sure as hell hold. Unless we all get well, have they have they corrected they it yet? Like have they cleared it up? Uh, uh, let's see. I've never heard of that car. To be honest, I've never. It's a real car. Mentioned. Yeah, I there's it Formula up. BMW, Formula. Yeah, uh, but I mean, why would they? Remember, they did this with dirt, though. They announced dirt on April Fools, and everyone thought it was a joke because that's exactly. a really good one. And then it turned out to be real. Exactly, probably that's, the best April Fools' day. That's the thing. Like, or, let's have some rain. Yeah, well, I yeah, that would be good. Now that uh, rain, I read some comments on the forums and I racing, and I mean, the staff members members were responding and discussing how it would fit within the ladder of open wheel cars. I mean, the series. So it seemed pin- like it was they were talking about it seriously. It's a pinned tweet. Yeah, they were they were talking seriously, the staff was on the forums about how it would fit into the road to rookie class. Yeah. Open. The road through the open wheel. I range. think it's real. I don't think it's an April. Yeah, I think it's joke. real too. I they were they were saying, yeah, somebody said, is it gonna replace the skip barber? And they said no, it would fit in line with the skip barber. Yeah, it looks like a skip barber without wings and a pointy front yeah. wing on the front. So I think it's real. Am I gonna it's free to everybody, so I could see some fun runs once it's out in June. Yeah, little but cart. Yeah. It's all silver. It looks like the Tin Man in, in its uh, mock photo. Yeah. Now I would have liked to have seen a, another GT3 to add to the yeah, add to the mix. They're gonna have to get some more GT3s if once we lose GTLM. I mean, there's no choice. If, if you want to spruce up that field, you're gonna have to add in more cars or an extra class and scan the LMP3. LMP3 would be nice. 
I'd take that. Yeah, yeah that would I be. I'd take that too. Yeah, the LMP3 and maybe the the Lexus. Yeah, the Lexus would be good. I'm just, I'm thinking of of manufacturers they already have deals with. So Lexus is Toyota, right? So they would they might yeah. be able to get get a deal with them. Yeah. Um, Acura would probably be out of left field. They don't have any kind of prior agreements with Acura. Well, they have an HPD on the service, which is Honda Performance Development. Oh, that's right. Acura's Honda. Yep, they're they're Honda. I didn't know that, actually. There's your fact of the day. Yeah, I know. Well, I never paid attention. Actually, honestly, I never paid attention to the Acuras. Yeah, and I think that HPD, in, in iRacing, it's kind of like it. Uh, LMP3 in a way. If you kind of if you had to structure it, LMP1, obviously LMP2, and then HPD would be like kind of like an LMP3. Now I'll tell you what I would take. Um, and honestly, if they if they released it, I would switch from the BMW GT3. If they gave us the Aston Martin GT3, I was just gonna. Say I love that was one of my favorite cars to see in person when I was at uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway. That car, the sound of that car sounded very much like the uh, Mercedes GT3, but I, I just, for some reason, I love the look of that car, the sound of it. I, I just like it. So I, I would jump to that if they, if they offered that. That's a big statement. It right is. There. I mean, I love, I love BMW, big but honestly, I, I don't, I love, let me correct that. I love the BMW M8. I, I am not, I, I like the BMW GT3, but I'm not in love with the BMW GT3. <laughs> so you're what with the BMW M8 you're saying? Uh well I mean In it's about to uh it. it's about to leave me. Yeah. So I'm I'm kind of having uh having concerns about what car to switch to. Over what GTE car? I a GTE cars are going to be They they're going to be gone. I mean unless GT racing unless i racing sorts out as I'm sure they will some kind of challenge with them. There'll probably be some kind of standalone series with those cars for at least another year or two. But and I'm I just mean, getting what, into the Porsche RSR. Yeah, I mean, get get into it while you can. I mean, I, I might buy it myself, but I mean, if you wait another year, it's going to probably be on on sale because it'll hurts. be legacy content. That hurts. Yeah, it's going to be legacy content. Times past the spot. I mean, I remember the Daytona prototype, Riley prototype on iRacing. I know, and then you get when into it now, started. and it, yeah, it feels like an antique. Yeah, it's it doesn't have the formula wheel. It's it's uh, you're right. It's not. It's very low tech seeming, and I just remember watching Scott Pruitt, Mimo Rojas, and all them, and thinking this is the coolest, slickest spaceship of a car. And then you look at look at the uh, prototypes these days, and <laughs> it's unbelievable. Yeah, just sitting here looking at some of the GT3s for the Aston, or pictures for Aston Martin's GT3. It's like I really like the look of that car too. Maybe tempting to drive and ditch the yeah, guys, Come with, guys, me, Rob. Come come with me. We we've seen a better looking girl. We need to switch. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen uh it's like that meme of the guy looking away, looking yeah, behind his shoulder. Exactly. Yeah. Oh yeah. So I just I love the look of that car and I love the sound of that car. And if they did it right, I mean I would I would take easily that switch car. To that car. <laughs> Love its, uh, love the smell of that car. Kind of getting weird, yeah. but yeah, you're I mean, the one that said you were in love with the BMW. Oh, goodness, I it's my favorite car in motorsport, BMW M8 GTLM. That's why I'm I'm sad to see it go, and I'm sad to see it uh, not in every single race. That's why what I if, would love to go to Petit Le Mans this year. Yeah. Since I would go to VIR, I'm not going to see it. 
What if the B, what if the new BMW GT3 had looked more like a smaller version of the M8 without that well, it, Dodge grill? The thing is, it does from the back. The tail the lights back, are. Exactly I agree with that. I agree with that. The tail lights are the same. The back looks nice on the on the GT3 with the BMW. So the you, front you end, enjoy, which honestly I warmed up to the to the hood part. It's the grill that I don't yeah. like. You you enjoy its rear, but you don't want to look at its face. Oh my god! <sighs> We're personifying the BMW, Patrick. What are you? You're going to get us canceled. Don't, don't press <laughs> face down, ass up. Is what he just said. <laughs> it's, uh, oh, it's a very. Uh, <laughs> I took it to another level. That's Jeez, very, I'm uh, usually the one that's going a little out there. Yeah. Damn, it's a very. What's the word I'm looking the for, show. Tyler? It's. Uh, What'd you say? We, it would not be acceptable. That's uh, it's a very voluptuous. Yeah, it's no, no, but I, I, I see where your mind is. <laughs> what, if, what if you don't like the front of it? That if you hate the front of it like that, Brad, is, is the word misogynistic? Is that what I'm looking for? Yeah, it could yep, be. Um, that would, yeah, that, that would. It's not out of the realm. Um, I'm gonna say masochistic, but yeah. <laughs> okay, um, that's a whole different thing with that car. That, I mean, yes, that would be. So if you don't like, Bradley, if you don't like the front of the car, couldn't you get uh, one of those things? These. They're like uh, masks for cars, the bug protector things. You guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So you don't get like, the bugs. Yeah. To make it look more things. Make, to make the, as we just, as I revealed to you, Tyler, in a couple episodes ago, the kidneys of the car. The kidneys. The oh. kidneys of the BMW. Oh, that makes my stump. That makes oh. my lower stomach. <laughs> oh, God. Say that. So you want to reduce the size of the kidneys. Yeah. You want BMW. to cover the kidneys up. That's yeah. Those kidneys. Do. I want more kidneys. <laughs> you want How many longer? kidneys? Wait, wait, Rob. Do you want taller kidneys or do you want wider kidneys? Yeah, I want. I want thick. <laughs> he likes double C thick. These uh, saying kidneys like this, just throwing that word around, is really making me uncomfortable. <laughs> That's the purpose. <laughs> uh, I don't. I don't like. I do not like that the front of the car is described as an or as a bodily organ. It really is not BMW though. It's I mean, uh, that's what it's called. I, I didn't I know, know that either. I watched the video and I'm like, what did he, did he just call them the kidneys? And now I understand. I mean, it just makes me uncomfortable. And I, I tell I you like, like, yeah, it's like I said in the episode where we discussed it, I, I imagine exactly why they've done this. There were the two reasons was to make it look like the older version where it was, they were much smaller, but also tall like that. And then also, just so they can, in five years, announce that they've all oh, the big marketing thing is we've gone back to the way it used to look, and make them look like they do did before now. I mean, so, I mean, it, it it begs the question, guys. The if the front grill is called the kidneys, what would the tailpipe be? The okay, uh, I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I the, uh, uh, they'd be I, the, I hear a couple listeners tuning the, in on that one. I think we've tailor. lost our sophisticated crew. Taylor, the tailpipe, right? Yeah, the tailpipe. That's that's right. So you just, call just it? the same thing. The exhaust. Yeah. The exhaust. Um. Mm. <laughs> I don't know where that leads yeah. us. But, yeah, um, we were, yeah, yeah. Where does that leave us? us? Well, what are some of the other cars like that you guys like to look at? Uh, yeah, let's get back onto that. Yeah, let's thing. let's bring it back in. Let's bring it back onto <laughs> the uh, into the atmosphere here. Um, so I'm I'm looking. I've got a poster which I want to get for five dollars on the IMSA store. You could buy uh, a full poster with all of the teams, the team names, manufacturers. I've got one from last year hanging up on top above my rig. I'm gonna try to get the one from this year, but uh, I'm just gonna look at that real quick. 
Take your time. We're, yeah, we'll you, you guys just we'll sit form some sort of conversation while I we'll while I look in real time. Yeah, take a look. Pick your microphone up and take it with you. See, uh, I mean, Bradley Beeman on scene yeah, in his yeah, room. Yeah, that's right. I'm on scene. I've got a poster here. Um, so yeah, I mean, yeah, the Acura would be Acura would be nice. I don't like it as much as the Aston, but it would be nice. To, I mean, it would be nice to see them all, right? I mean, that would be the idea to get all of the manufacturers on board. Yes. Guess that goes without saying. I still, I don't understand why we don't have a proper Porsche GT3, not the cup car, but the the GT3, which basically be the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. I I feel like they could just throw the skin of the cup car on and change the, change how it's all set up and just give it to us. Yeah. Change the innards. I mean, as much as they have a partnership with Porsche, just make it happen, guys. Did you say the innards? <laughs> why? Why is all this car car make talk? It just sounds like a damn autopsy. This is really disturbing. Yeah, yeah. So we have the Ferrari GT3. Yeah, we're just fleshing out good <laughs> yeah. ideas. We're, yeah, we're fleshing them out. Right. Yeah. <laughs> we have the Lamborghini. We have the Ferrari. Although you don't see the Ferrari GT3 quite often. At least, well, not an AMSA series, of course. Maybe next season they'll add it in there just to keep uh, keep the field full. Um, have the BMW. Of course, it's the M6, I think. At least what I'm looking at on here is the old one in GT3, which is actually not that good looking. The old BMW GT3. Yeah, it's it's quite curvy in the front, isn't it? Yeah, it's just not, uh, doesn't look doesn't look good at all to me. It's kind of I don't know. I, I wouldn't call it curvy. I would say it's more box-like. Boxy? No, it's it's uh, the Lexus for sure. We're missing the Lexus. Looks like a clown car. That's what it looks like. Looks like a clown's shoe. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much. I think we're pretty much there. We lack the Lexus. We lack the Acura, and we lack the Aston Martin. We have the Mercedes. We have the Ferrari. We have. I mean, we have a Porsche Cup car, but I mean, it's not. Not going to throw that in IMSA, but we have a GT quote unquote GT3 Porsche. But uh, yeah, I mean, that's all we're we really, it's not going to take all that much to provide a full field of GTD in IMSA once they take away the GTLM. And they're going to move the Corvettes to GTD in some That's true. In some way. Yeah, they, so that's going to fill another spot. Yeah, they're going to. Yeah, so that's news. I don't think we've actually discussed that. There, IMSA announced, uh, or there was an announcement or news released that they're going to offer a waiver to Corvette, and nobody else has requested it. Looking at you, BMW, even though they have the GT3, I don't know why I'm, you know, just holding out hope they would at least try to extend the life of the M8 in some way. But, uh, I mean, that's now nobody's really challenged that or said anything, but that's that's gonna not be an issue with the other teams up until the point that the the GTD Corvette that looks exactly like the GTLM Corvette starts winning all the races. Then it's gonna be an issue. But so far nothing. It's gonna be an interesting year in motorsport. When is this next year it starts? Yeah, twenty twenty two. And then you got the new formula and F one and car of uh what what the hell next car gen next gen for nascar uh, it's going to be a, the whole landscape's going to change and so must sim racing eventually right so we we have we are constantly taken out of our comfort zone a new track is a new track it's exciting but uh you mess with our cars you better do it the right way 
because uh, as we have just illustrated some individuals like Bradley and, and maybe Rob to a degree um, get very sensual about their, their uh, sim racing cars. Well, the, yeah, yeah. I, I, some races a lot like it, a good it is. I understand uh, that BMW is seeking a restraining restraining order against Bradley as we speak. Yeah, I'm not allowed to say uh, those three letters anymore. Yeah, but I could say Aston Martin. But yeah, I mean, in, in all seriousness, the only the implication for us is that for iRacing to continue to move forward, and they move forward. You know. Now I th- we've seen some speed in how they've added cars and tracks to the service. Before it was at a snail's pace, really, um, with the popularity and the more funding and more factory support from teams. Um, things have been progressing much faster in the last year, um, and I hope it continues that way. But the only thing that means for us is more cash to hand out to iRacing. That's, <laughs> that's what I see. When I see that they're phasing these out and bringing in new cars, it's like I see dollar signs because we're going to pay it. We're gonna buy the yeah. content. We're suckered in. Oh yeah! Once you're so far in the in the, down the rabbit hole, you have to stay. Yeah. Oh yeah! Okay. Bring me that good oh, yeah. stuff. It's like oh, that, that last car they had was real good. I wonder if this one's gonna be just as good. And you take that little hit. Yeah, you take get that, behind the wheel. That what twelve dollar hit or whatever. Yeah. You can justify it one way or the other. Well, well, yeah, we always do. Go without a meal for a day, you know, just just eat bread. <laughs> Jesus, that's you a know. it's a sacrifice. <laughs> I would I would suggest that if you're struggling for meals, you probably would be irresponsible to join iRacing. <laughs> I don't know that if you're if you're scrounging mm. for food to survive, Tyler. You, I don't know well, that I'm not you saying need to be that's purchasing a, a virtual track. Yeah. He never said about scrounging. He just said yeah, skip, skip a meal, just, you know, just maybe for a lick day. an apple for lunch. I'm not saying you're you're without. I'm saying, oh, I'll just save uh, instead of spending twelve dollars on uh, um, China Walk, even though it's probably not that much money, <laughs> I don't know. That's all I could think of. So, 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 Rob and Patrick, I think what we're getting here is when we see in the news that Tyler has uh, robbed the Seven uh, Eleven. What he's going to tell the judge is he did it so he could buy uh, Silverstone Speedway on okay. iRacing. I did it because uh, <laughs> Tony Kanaan is sponsored by Seven yeah, Eleven, and I'm such a TK fan. But, but Your Honor, the uh, 24 hours of Nurburgring were coming up, and I needed the uh, I needed Struck in I, or Schleifer. Yeah, <laughs> and, <laughs> and you see, and you see sir, is he's going to be a, an avid iRacer, racer, and he's going to let you off the hook. That's right. You see, sir, i racing makes you buy two tracks to run the 24 hours of Nurburgring, yeah. and that's bullshit. We're not advocating anyone to actually no, commit crimes for eye racing. We're just Unless saying your you name know, starts with a J, apple. ends with a J, and your last name starts with a J. But we're not going to go down that road. <laughs> but, yeah, we're not nope. saying that. Just saying, you know, for if you have food, you know, instead of eating that apple, maybe just take a <laughs> lick. <laughs> what? I think that's a good point to end this segment, Rob. Yep. Um, so Bradley's going to punch out, uh, and Rob and Patrick are going to go stick around, and we're going to do some. F1, not picks, but uh, we're going to talk about our picks and how they did and and how the first week of F1 and the F1 Fantasy League went. Uh, and that's coming up next. <laughs> how do you like that? Hmm? Is your heart racing? And now, the Into the Apex Formula One Fantasy League Picks of the Week. And it's happened immediately! This is amazing! Oh, oh they 
Donald, that's just such a boneheaded move, you dork. So there's no F1 race this week or for a few weeks, uh, but we want to take a look at our first week in the books for the F1 fantasy season. Uh, and a little underwhelming if your name is Tyler, uh, if your name is uh, Bradley. And uh, I'm, I'm looking here. Rob, you were kind of in the middle. Well, yeah, I had, a, I had a solid week. Don't don't count me out. Uh, I, I had yeah. a couple of bad picks that I, I didn't fix soon enough, and I had to roll with them. But I, I finished out. I was As long as I'm in the, the meaty part of the curve, I can attack for the rest of the season. So well, You're tied with P11 in our, our leaderboard. The Vandalay Industries Motorsports and Latex <laughs> Division. Tied for 11th. And uh, first I'll comment, Rob, a uh, hell of a lot of Canadian guys in this league. I, I'm quite impressed with our Canadian presence here. Yeah, man. It's, I guess it's bigger in, in uh, Canada than I would have thought. I thought it was just a European thing, but no. you Americans got to get your shit together. Yeah, we do. And we uh, we got, do, definitely. I see, I see Bucky G holding it for us, the Cowboy Accountants. I, I know you're probably a listener. Uh, you're in P5 in our leaderboard, uh, holding it for America. Uh, other than that, uh, Axel from the Netherlands, uh, I believe it's the Netherlands. Yes, uh, he is. And uh, he's in P1. Uh, team Red Silver, Maro A, is in uh, team is in P2. I think he changed his team name because I think I said last week his name was Silverstone. I think he went with a uh, uh, a different name there. Uh, and, and how about P3 after week one of fantasy? Uh, Ross from RoscoeWheels.com, one of our great partners and sponsors here on the show and on our team, uh, coming home with a third place in the points. Uh, we got, uh, I come from Orlando under James M from Canada, P4. He joined us. Uh, and then, of course, Bucky from the U.S. and P5. Uh, from there, you go down to the bottom. Some of your familiars here. So Rob tied for 11th. Uh, kind of dead middle. Uh, Patrick beat me, which hurts my feelings. Out of, the, out of my elephant, tied for 15th with Alistair J out of Australia. Uh, oh, I see. Mu- uh, correction. Moosebow S has two teams. Silverstone is still on there. I'm, I'm getting names confused. Don't discord what some of the stuff I just said. I'm getting some M names confused. Don't mind me. Um, <laughs> uh, Patrick, you're looking solid with that. I mean, considering you, I know you watched the race, Patrick. I did. I did watch the whole race. Now, but I am out of my element. You you were, but you beat me. Uh, Kimi Räikkönen's enthusiasm. My team, nineteenth. Bruce Perry uh, is in twentieth. His name his name is uh, this Russian to conclusions has Haas to stop. A little reference to the uh, Russians in the Haas Motorsports. Uh, Bradley next to last. Uh, actually, Bradley, I technically would say Bradley was last, 21st, because Mark, who's in 22nd, and his team name, by the way, is Faster on the Grass. So I know he listened to last week's episode. Uh, he just joined late. He joined after the uh, the race or after the time started. So he didn't get any points uh, start until starting the next race. So technically, Brad, Bradley did the worst, and that makes me a little bit happy, although I only finished two spots ahead of him. Um, yeah, you should be a little worried. I'm a little upset by that because I believe you you gave me reassurance, Rob, after I called my picks. You said that's a pretty good lineup. Well, apparently I didn't didn't plug it in just the right way. Well, maybe you just didn't t- pick the right turbo driver or something like 
Yeah, that if I if I were to say I paid attention to some of those details, I would probably be dishonest. Well, like who was I, your turbo driver last week? Well, that's just the point, Rob. I you don't know. I don't no. know. I do not know. Um, I'm trying to look right now and find out, and I still don't know. Okay. My teams. Uh, let's see, Bahrain. I mean, who would be where, where? Oh, Daniel Ricardo was my turbo driver. That's it. Yeah, I had the same turbo driver as well. Yeah, TD. TD is turbo driver, right? Yep. Yeah, I don't. Uh, can you change your turbo driver? I don't, I don't quote know. me. Don't quote me. I think you can, but we still have what two more weeks till the next race. Yeah, I, if you ask me why I picked him as my turbo, I don't. I, I couldn't tell you that either. I, I I completely my attention to detail on the. I I started this league and I I sent it, and that's about where I stopped. Is I just sent it out. I just shot it on out there. Yeah, you just kind of you threw mud at the wall and seeing what sticks. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I I should have I, I gone with Botas because you know he got more points than Ricardo, but. Yeah, yeah, Botas wasn't happy with his finish, but he still finished on the podium. Um, biggest hurt for me uh, out of my picks pick line for last week, uh, I picked Fernando Alonso, and he got me minus eight points because he didn't finish the race. Ooh. Tough tough times because of the brake issue. Uh, Fernando and the Alpine did not finish. He had to drop out early. That was my hit. I, I lost points on Fernando Alonso. Uh, Mick Schumacher, I got 11, uh, George Russell, 10, uh, Lewis, I got 45, Daniel Ricardo, 30, McLaren got me 39. I still don't think McLaren's the worst team pick. I think what would the, what would you guys say the order would be on team picks? Probably obviously Mercedes first. It's a little more expensive. Yeah. Mercedes, uh, Red Bull, McLaren. Um, yeah. Alpha Ferrari. Car- where are you? Where are you guys with AlphaTauri? Because Yuki did, uh, he impressed in practice, but everybody was was saying, uh, well, some of the guys were sandbagging in, pa- in practice. Well, Yuki Tsunoda finished in the points in his debut, so obviously there's something there, right? I mean, he he's a good. I would probably, if I could, dump Mick Schumacher, and, and if I can afford it, pick up Yuki. Now that wouldn't be a bad idea, but that's if you could afford him. If you can afford him, or if you picked a Yuki to begin with, you're in a good place. Oh, yeah, so you're in a good I would place. Keep him. Yeah. But I don't think, in my opinion, I don't think Mick is a bad choice. I just, I, I mean, it's better than his teammate. Jesus. Yeah, his teammate, uh, Mazza Spin, as everybody calls him. Uh, he, I mean, he's just become a meme at this point. He's got his own website on spinning. He does. He, yeah. I mean, uh, Doug Buchanan, who was with us last week, we, we had been chatting about him, uh, and, and he kind of described it in a way that sticks with me. He, he's becoming a meme. Uh, uh, he's just off off the table for anybody at this point. Uh, but never, I mean, Mick, I don't want to cut him down. Uh, he's, he's great, I'm sure, as, of the talent. But the Haas is obviously, I mean, they may be preparing for next year. It's just not going to be their time. It's a matter of the team, the car, not so much the driver. Uh, and, and I think for me, and, and of course the price range on the fantasy, uh, when I came down to my final picks with my price range, the Schumacher name stood out to me like it did Bradley, which we gave him a hard time about. But, uh, 
Uh, I'm guilty of that too. Uh, yeah, me too. He's on my roster. Uh, but if if uh, and I need to look at the costs again, I would pick Yuki if I could if I could swap out and still make my budget. Can we uh, can we start a petition just to bring Grosjean back? We can. F one uh, sweetheart. Let's see how he does in IndyCar. He might, what if he starts winning IndyCar races? Eh, never. <laughs> I'm sure it'd be great for him, but personally, it does nothing for me. Yeah, no, not not in your <laughs> not in the points. But if you could, I mean, if I need to find the cost of Yuki, but I mean, that's a no brainer, right? That's not like a hot take in fantasy. The guy's not on the on one of the top teams, but he's managing to finish in the top 10 in his first race and be fast in practice with what he's got. Uh, if he's cheaper in fantasy, make him your lower budget pick without a question, even above George Russell, even. Well, I'm looking at Yuki's uh, cost right now, and he's well, up to 9.1 million. Uh, and what's so and he's Mick. gone up over? He's gone up 0.3 uh, million in the last uh, uh, race. So anybody that picked him in the first week or before week one, probably that's that was a good decision. And that's what Axel did, who's in first place. That no, that there you go. He that, picked that Yuki, you. and that oof. Yeah, because because Mick is five point eight million in F one fantasy. Let's see what else we have. I lost point six between six hundred grand between two drivers. Vettel. So how much, uh, Patrick? Tell me one more time. How much was Yuki? Yuki. How, how much is he now? He is now nine point one million. So he's more than George Russell. George is six point two million. So he's more than the Williams or George Russell, which I mean the Williams is not blowing us away uh he's less than fernando fernando alonso is 15.4 million uh last i mean this week was a little questionable for fernando uh, i've not paid too much attention to the all and i was picking fernando based on his name uh just like schumacher name uh so i don't know what the all can do uh, i assume they're going to be better than the alpha tari mm. uh, or i hope so yeah, you can hope, but I, <laughs> I'm probably not the best one to ask. <laughs> <laughs> um, so looking at the actual results, I mean, McLaren, Ferrari are going to be good third picks. Uh, Mercedes and Red Bull are obviously the top two. Uh, Lando was in, got fourth there uh, ahead of Sergio Perez. Um, after... Uh, after that, I mean, Yuki was nine, uh, Lance Stroll was 10. So Aston Martin Vettel didn't really impress. I don't, I wouldn't say. Well, he had, he's had a rough start right from the beginning though. Yeah. Like he got the least amount of laps in any of the early testing sessions and just, he got the penalty. They've got to start at the very back of the grid. Like just not good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, if you're looking at all pain, the top finishing Esteban Ocon 14th. Not blowing me away. Uh, I, I would give it, I mean, some of the points in fantasy, F1 fantasy, you get points for the driver finishing ahead of his teammate. So in, in terms of all pain, I would pick Alonzo over Ocon. Uh, if you were to want to grab those points, uh, I would pick, <laughs> I think it's, I mean, the only benefit to picking Mick Schumacher is for that. He might finish ahead of Mazepin. <laughs> I mean, that might be a sure few points. Oh, uh, flam dunk. Yeah, flam other dunk. than that, I mean, are they getting out of Q3? 
Uh, they mm. no, they don't get there. They're not getting into Q one. Right, right. So, so you you choose what you choose there. Just like Kimi, I mean, we know Kimi's uh, great, but uh, he's limited by what he can do. He finished fifteen there. He did. And he doesn't seem to have the edge on Giovinazzi this year, or as yep. Bradley would say, Giovinazzi. As, as Bradley would say, Rudy, <laughs> Rudolph, Rudy, Giovinazzi. Rudy, I forgot he called him Rudy. <laughs> Rudy. He was thinking, he thought he was making a joke because he's thinking Rudy Giuliani. Oh. So, so he thought he was making a joke. If you listened to him last week, that's kind of what he was hitting at. But uh, he just ended up sounding like a, a, a complete fool. Uh, as usual. <laughs> so, so Rudy, so Rudy Giovinazzi finished, uh, got 12th there, finished ahead of Kimi. Uh, so if you're going to, again, if you're making your budget picks on these fantasy series or these fantasy leagues, uh, you have to, it, it is kind of very, um, what's the word convoluted. It's very, very down in the details of where you get points. So you can get points if they finish ahead of their teammate, this and that. Uh, so there's still a, a there's still strategy when you're picking those lower cost drivers. Uh, you want to still pick probably the better of the cheaper teams, quote unquote, cheaper teams, uh, and you can gain some points that way if you're really serious about uh, working your way up the leaderboard. Obviously, myself, apparently not that serious because I'm at the bottom, and Patrick's ahead of me, and that that really does hurt my feelings. Yeah, well, well, it, you can take it from me. I'm a pro because I'm in tenth. Uh, tied for eleventh. Those things right. will work out. <laughs> tied for eleventh. Right. Oh, damn it! <laughs> Fighting for tenth. Tied for eleventh. Um. So yeah, next Grand Prix we'll make our picks. Uh, we'll take a look at, at maybe as we record that episode, it'll be closer to practice time. But we got a few weeks to go. Um. And I do want to clarify, I, I was thinking of usual United States fantasy sports like fantasy football, which is probably the most popular, uh, where it locks you in. Um, but I think in this case, as we found, I was wrong when I said last week there was a limited time to join. Uh, you can still join this if, you've cr- if you have already created a, a lineup on F1's, uh, the official Formula One fantasy, FormulaOne.com. Uh, if you've selected a lineup, you can join our private league through the code on IntoTheApex.com, uh, and you'll jump right into standings because we did have our Canadian friend uh, join us after the race, and he placed in the standings based on his picks. Uh, so if you've done that already uh, in time for week one, uh, you can get in our standings as as you are, as I understand it. Uh, we did have one individual uh, join us after the race or after the lock-in period, he's going to have zero points until he picks for the next race. Uh, but do that too. What what difference does it make? See where you place week in and week out. Uh, we're, we're having a good time with this. Uh, you're going to hear it from us all season on here as is the ending segment of the show. Um, there's going to be shit talking. There's going to be some fun had with it. Uh, and if you need that extra little bit of interest in the in the races and keeping up with it, uh, I think this is what it will take. I mean, Patrick, we had you watching. We had we even had Bradley watching. We had uh, one of our buddies, Colby uh, Tucker, watching, who's not an F1 guy. He's a NASCAR guy, but he joined the league. Uh, so he watched F1, and he, and he was kind of – and that gets us to the actual race and all for the fantasy, Rob. Um, he was – he was. I think some of our guys that we sucked into F1 are, are convinced to try F1. 
Uh, they got a little taste of a very close race. Uh, is that something we think that we're going to see throughout the year? Or did did these guys get played uh, week one? Oh, they got a, a show. If that was your first F1 race, like right. that's, that's amazing. But I think it is going to be like that all season. I hope so. I really think it is. I so, mean, but that's, I don't like, I don't see how much is going to change. Like no one's putting too much resources into a car that's leaving next year. Right. So it, you're, you're going to develop as much as you need to do to stay competitive, but Red Bull and Mercedes aren't going to do more than they have to. And those guys are just going to probably be driving pretty fairly, you know, equivalent cars to each other. Is it controversial of me to say that Lewis Hamilton really shouldn't have won that race and Max Verstappen should have? Oh yeah, he absolutely should have. I don't care what anyone says. I'll, you know, I didn't, Lewis won, whatever. That's fine. He like he did. It was a fair win. They but they threw it away. They exceeded <laughs> the track limits on that one pass and then tires were gone at that point. Well, I just don't understand the whole lasting advantage thing that they say. It's like they said that the passing him was a lasting advantage. It's like, well, lasting if he stays ahead of him, but Lewis uh, 29 laps almost half of the race is going outside of it completely. Is that not a lasting advantage? Yeah. <laughs> like that's, that sounds pretty lasting by the definition. So like, I just like, it's just weird how one, one specific instance, because it was an overtake. <laughs> I mean, it just, and it's like, he had the pace on him. It's just the only reason he didn't pass him again is because it takes a couple of laps to get to that spot at the right turn where you can make the move and the spot where he ended up letting him overtake or overtake to give the spot back. He was never able to get on his ass again. No, he was Lewis had way too much momentum going by and that was it. He was, he lost DRS in one of the spots. And it's like, once you don't have DRS and at least one time in those last couple laps, like you're not, I mean, it's not happening. Yeah. He, he was close when he could use the DRS there in the closing laps. He just needed a couple more laps. And we, we might've had uh, a redo of the pass attempt that we had or the overtake attempt. Yeah, exactly. He could get in within seven tenths of a second with the DRS, but he needed to be at around seven, eight tenths triggering the DRS. Yeah. Yeah. He, and you heard the criticism on the broadcast. We did at least from sky sports, uh, that, uh, he could, that max could have been more tactical in, in letting Lewis have the spot back. Exactly. As, as far as where, when, how much time he lost, that he ultimately, it was just done quickly and he lost too much time or, or, or that kind of thing. And it was to his disadvantage based on the amount of time to go in the race. So, uh, Patrick, I, I want to close and, and hear from you on it because uh, you watched the race, Patrick. Uh, were you awake watching the thing? Oh, yeah. I was wide awake. Uh, you're You're like Bradley. You're more of a NASCAR guy historically or more oval. You've not watched a lot of F1. Uh, we've kind of pushed you in that direction, thankfully. Uh, <laughs> and you're an open-minded guy, so you you gave it a shot. Yeah. Even though you're, as you name yourself, out of your element. What did you think of watching that? What? Uh, let's get your take as a kind of newer person to it. It was it was a, a very exciting race. I, I enjoyed it. It was. It, it wasn't too long. Um, Mazepin. <laughs> <laughs> comic relief for you i loved the quote that i remember from that race was after three corners he spins it he does a self-spin <laughs> that summed it up 
No, there was a, was it was the other one that he said. Tyler, remember? I I, I, I remember. I said it in the chat. I pointed it out, and you're like, I heard that. Sky Sports said something. Uh, oh, something. oh, I know what it was. Uh, something along the lines of Fernando. Uh, towards the end, they were describing who's out of the race. Fernando Alonso out for brake problems. Nikita Mazepin out for spinning problems. Or, or no, crashing problems. Crashing problems. That's yeah. what it was. It was just a very <laughs> subtle British burn. Yes. Uh, <laughs> I was just like, uh, I was like, how did yeah. this guy? Oh, I know how he got an F1 yeah. ride, but still. What is it? Hashtag never Mazepin or what's the hashtag with him? Um, uh, say no to Mazepin. Say no to Mazepin. Yeah. <laughs> they made it easy. It's funny. Cause like no one even has to go on the social justice thing and be like, well, he's a pervert and like a sexual groper guy. It's like, everyone can just be like, no, he just really sucks at driving. Yeah. He doesn't belong in F1. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, so Patrick, would you say, so you were, you were fired up. You got locked into this one. Yeah. Um, so let's say that you don't get anything like that for the next rest of the season or a chunk of the season. Do you see yourself waking up and uh, watching these races? Because in the United States, as we've said, uh, if they're in in Europe or elsewhere on the other side of the world, they're quite early for us here in the United States or in, or in, in North America generally. Do you see yourself uh, waking up and watching it? Well, it, it kind of depend on um... – the stakes on the race and uh, what time of the race and just little things like that. But um, I wouldn't get up at like three, 3 a.m. my time. Right. Nothing, that, nothing drastic. Yeah, no. Uh, but if you're, but if it's uh, eight to 10 in the morning. And, oh yeah. And I'm always up at that time anyways. Yeah. So, so it's something you'll, you'll put on, you'll, you'll, Instead of firing up YouTube or whatever you watch, Patrick, I'm not going to ask questions. Uh, you're going to fire up F1 on ESPN here in the North America. Yeah. Watch it on ESPN via Sky Sports. Well, that's good. Uh, so we've got you. We, we got Bradley. It took some kicking and, and shouting. We got Bradley to watch it. Uh, and he was interested. So we'll see what he thinks of the next one. Uh, I, I foresee. I predict it. Bradley's not here to talk again. Um, but. I predict Bradley will be an, an obsessive F1. I, he'll have an Aston Martin hat by the end of the year. That is a great, I want in on that action. Yeah. <laughs> or he'll have a Rudy, Rudy Giovinazzi hat. He's going to have some sort of F1 memorabilia, clothing, something. Yeah. Some He's getting some merch, some merch. Yeah. He'll have merch and he'll be saying, uh, Hey guys, let's go to, let's go to the U S Grand Prix in October. I'm an Aston Martin fan. I mean, it'll be like, he's been a fan forever. That's 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 the Bradley that I know. Hey, I'll take it. Yeah, hey, that's the Bradley that I know. I I get interested in things, and he's dismissive of it for a good year or two, and then all of a sudden, uh, he's uh, all in. And I'm like, hey, Bradley, remember you when you were dismissive of that? And he grumbles and complains. Uh, but, but it does sound he, like you with sim racing. Me? Yeah. There wasn't he into sim racing first? Yeah. No. Well. Let's get that correct. <laughs> let's get that. Let's get, let's get our facts straight. At the end. Okay. 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 Uh, we, we both got into sim racing initially at the same time, but, but I moved me and Bradley and I are twin brothers. For those who are new to the show, uh, we, we lived together for years as twin brothers will do because it's easy. Uh, but I, I split from him. I cut the umbilical cord. We moved away. Uh, so when I moved, so we shared the equipment. 
and Bradley kept said equipment and I moved and didn't have any kind of PC or whatever. I, I only had an iPad. I was completely low teching it. Oh, okay. um, and Bradley got on his PC and, and got to sim racing again on iRacing. And he was telling me, Hey, get a PC. Let's sim race together. And I was telling him, uh, that's a lot of money. No. And I said, no, a few times. And then he, and then he browbeat me into it and I got my equipment maybe a month before the pandemic hit. I'm really great. I'm glad I did. Cause what else could I do? Yeah. Um, and uh, got back into it last year. Uh, longtime listeners will know that history. Uh, so yes, Bradley got me back into it. <laughs> okay. Okay. But Bradley did not get me into it. Okay. So let's, let's get our let's get he our words back right. into distinction without a difference. Now, now I'll give him this credit, uh, <laughs> Rob Patrick. You guys wouldn't be here, and and this podcast wouldn't be here if he hadn't have gotten me to do that. Yeah. So, so I as much as it gives me a stomach ache to admit it, Bradley Bradley gets credit for that butterfly effect. Yeah, I don't, I don't like it. I don't like to give him credit for things, but he is credited for that, and I, I'm I'm enjoying it over a year later, uh, as much as I did when I first started so uh so that's our f1 segment uh you won't hear from us on f1 for a couple weeks and uh, we'll do our picks for the next grand prix uh myself and rob will give you as much of of a smart take as we can and we'll have bradley on for the uh know nothing take uh, because as little as i might know bradley knows less (laughs) oh this is just killing me (laughs) we'll see what bradley thinks of old rudy giovanazzi and uh Kimmy Raikkonen and, and whoever else Bradley identifies as uh, as a good pick uh, when his time comes. Hear ye, hear ye. Uh, and by the end of the year, Bradley will be booking a vacation to Monaco. I, I call it now. <laughs> oh, he just does, he's off the bed from merch yeah. to trip. Yeah. Bra- Bradley will be uh, he'll be on he'll a yacht be, in Monaco. Yeah, Bradley. Will be, I've I've always liked F one. I'm a sophisticate. I have always liked F one. I'm a I'm a fan oh, of. Austin. I'm a fan of Austin Martin. I'm on a yacht with Tom Brady in Monaco. Uh, yes. Uh, I don't know why Bradley sounds like Borat. <laughs> I don't know either. But I, I predict it. Bradley will be saying, we, we, shall, we shall make a trip to Circuit Gilles Veneuve. That's, oh, that's going to be, be I'm going to be saying that. Don't worry. I'll, yeah. I'm going to commandeer that one. That's going to be Bradley by the end of the year. I call it. He's going to be obsessed. Um, because that's how I, I, he's, he's too much like me. And that's, that's where I was like in 2008, 2009, I was like, uh, uh, NASCAR. I'm far too sophisticated for NASCAR. I'm an F1 fan that that was me. So, uh, that's what Bradley's going to soon realize. That's hilarious. You elitist. <laughs> so with that, that's our show. That's our F1 talk for the week. We'll talk F1 in a couple weeks. Uh, Rob Patrick, we've had a, the whole crew here passing through today. Uh, this has been Into the Apex, episode 28. You've been listening to Into the Apex, Apex. presented by Mad Sim Racing. Follow and join the team at madsimracing.com. <laughs>